Hello and welcome to Improbable Things. I'm Jay Grace Pennington and this is my podcast where I share six improbable thoughts before breakfast, which to me means six thoughts about reading, writing, or science fiction. So I have some really cool stuff for you today, at least I think so. So let's dive in. Number one, I talked about the last couple episodes that I was going to start working on the next Firmament book, which is called Humanoid. And so I've really actually gotten started, you know, like a true start now. Um, It took me a little while because, as always, I sat down to write and just realized there was not even a plot. Like, I basically had the seed of an idea, but had no concept of how it was going to play out, of the ups and downs, of what the antagonist was going to be. Like, I just had nothing, basically. So I sat down, I want to say maybe like a week ago, maybe a little more, and started doing some free writing, which is my favorite way to work things out when it comes to planning and working on books, anything I need to figure out. Um, And to me, that just means sitting down with the document and just typing out any thoughts that are coming into my head. So it's very conversational. Like if I'm thinking and I don't have thoughts, I'll literally write like, hmm, let's see, or I don't know how to do this or whatever. And it just keeps it flowing. Like for me, it's an important part of my process because it, it will just help me get past maybe barriers or just like if my story muscles a little rusty like it just it just gets things flowing um by just any thoughts in my mind just putting it out there so I will just kind of like brainstorm out what I can do so I started with that and I was just really struggling because um well for a lot of reasons partly just because like I said I was starting with basically nothing and also um there's just, it's just at a point in the series where things are changing a lot. A lot of the characters' roles have changed. Some characters, you know, new characters have come, old characters have gone. Um, And some of the major driving forces from the earlier books have kind of resolved themselves. So there was um, basically what I would call the, the major MacGuffin or the thing everyone is after from the first few books has been basically resolved. So I realized once I started trying to figure out how to make the story work that there just wasn't something to drive it forward, really. And there wasn't something to drive it forward into the rest of the series. So that was obviously a big hurdle. (laughs) So I was working on it in the evening and finally I was just tired. I wasn't getting anywhere. So I just thought, well, I better just go to bed. And then I woke up at 2 a.m. and my mind was just like on fire with all these ideas. And I was like, oh, then I could do this and this and this and this and this character could have this happen and blah, blah, blah. So I was laying there for a while. And finally, I was like, you know what? If I go back to sleep, I'm going to forget all this. So I'm just going to get up and go write it down. And my husband tends to stay up pretty late. So he was just about to go to bed. And I came out and just sat down at my desk. And he goes, so what, what are you doing? <laughs> and I told him, like, I just have to write down these ideas so I won't forget. And then I'll go back to bed. So I just sat down and just, you know, like, typed out all the thoughts I had. It honestly just took like, a few minutes because... I just had certain things that were really clear in my head at the moment and did not want to lose them. So I did that, went back to bed, and there were still a lot of holes and a lot of things I just couldn't quite figure out how to make them work. 
So I'm trying to remember, I think it was a day or two later. I was doing something else completely. I can't even remember. I was just like driving somewhere and washing dishes or whatever. Pretty typical, you know, doing something else. And something came into my mind where I was like, that's it. That's the thing that will pull the whole rest of the story together. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. So I came back to my computer and um, typed out from there, like the whole rest of the outline and the whole rest of the general plot and, and found a new MacGuffin for the series. And I, it, it's so, I just love that moment so much. It's like putting to together a puzzle and it's as if there was just like a whole, like so many pieces missing, you can't even really see the picture. And then there is something that suddenly just brings it all together and it just fits. And it just, it, it is satis that satisfying feeling of like a, a puzzle coming together because you're like, okay, this works now. And it just goes, there's, for me, there's usually that very distinct moment where it goes from not working to working. And it's so satisfying. I absolutely love that moment. So there's my story about outlining. I'm now, I'm sure I'll be doing some more free writing and planning because usually I'll reach some point and realize, oh, I didn't actually think that through very clearly and have to go back to the drawing board a little bit. But the major twists and turns and ups and downs of the plot are outlined. So really excited about that. And number two, so once I got that done, I did start on the actual writing of the actual story and it's been going really well. So to meet my goal, I need to write less than a thousand words a day. I think it's like, it's like 900 and something. I don't remember exactly. Um, but I've been doing a little more than a thousand, like usually 11 to 1300. So that is really good. And it, it because I know there will definitely, I'm sure there will be days that I do less. It's always nice to get, you know, a head start a little bit at first. So you have a little bit of leeway later on, but I am enjoying it so much. Um, not only do I love being with these characters, but they're in a place right now where I don't want to give too many spoilers, but basically there's some things I have been missing in the last few books that have kind of come back together again. And it's, it's as, as a much of a relief for me as for the characters. And so, yeah, really enjoying it. Still need to, I need to find some beta readers for, um, now why is my mind blanking? Oh, Eletheria, so that I can get that one edited and get that one out first, because I have to do that before I can share this new one with anybody. <laughs> so number three, I'm also doing an audiobook for someone. I used to do a lot of audiobook narration and production, and I basically retired from that <laughs> a few years ago. It was just getting really hard to do with kids, and also I tend to really struggle with the technical side of it. Like I enjoy the reading part so much, the performance part. I love it, but I do not love the editing and I really do not love the technical difficulties that always seem to crop up. So it was too stressful and too hard to fit in with little kids. So I basically quit, but I did just kind of leave open the possibility that if it is you know, a book that I feel would do well. And if it is someone that I know that I trust to be like easy to work with, because I've had a few authors that have been a little bit more on the picky side and that's stressful. So if it's like someone that I trust and a book that I, that I can really enjoy, then I'll, especially if it's shorter, you know, on the shorter side, then I'll do that. So, um, a really sweet friend, really, um, an author that I really like approached me about doing a novella of hers and, 
I thought about it and honestly the book could only end up being a couple hours long so I it really just fit all of my boxes like not too overwhelming to try to do I, uh, I really love this girl absolutely enjoy working with her and um, I had read I had not quite finished the novella but I'd read part of it and already knew that I, I liked it and it was really well written so I took that job and I've started working on that also and as usual, I've already had some technical difficulties start to happen, but I've always figured them out before, so I can figure this out. I think I've already made a lot of progress on smoothing out the wrinkles. So I'm excited to share that with y'all when it's done. It shouldn't take too long, and she very graciously gave me a really, you know, a lot of time to get it to get it done in because she understands my life is not always the easiest to record things in. <laughs> but um, so yeah, super excited about that. Really enjoying it. Number four, I just thought I would share a little bit more on the saga of reading aloud to my kids. As I mentioned, I started reading them Winnie the Pooh, and they are liking it a lot. I think also, in addition to the stories being something they can enjoy, they're a good length. Like, usually when I read one, it'll last us just about, you know, the duration of lunch. And so then, you know, I'm finished reading, they're ready to move on. So it's been great. Well, the other day. So Wednesday is vacuuming day. And so I, it's just really hard again with little kids to find time to vacuum because they're scared of the vacuum and they get in the way, but I can't do it while they're asleep because it's loud and I don't want to wake them up. So it's just a challenge finding time to do it. So I, on Wednesday, I was just like, I just have to do this. While they're eating lunch, I put the baby somewhere safe with a bottle and put the girls at the table. It's like, okay, y'all, just eat. I just got a vacuum. And Violet, my three-year-old, she was asking, well, are you going to read Winnie the Pooh? I was like, I can't read it right now because I have to vacuum, but I'll read it to you another time. So I vacuumed the whole house, and they were not huge fans of that because they, they don't like it. But anyway, so then we were done, and they were done with lunch, and whatever. We moved on. Well, then later, like in the middle of rest time, Violet comes running to me and she's like, mommy, you didn't read Winnie the Pooh. I said, yes, I told you, honey, I had to vacuum, but I'll read it to you tomorrow. So, you know, that'll be fun. She just kind of went off all sad. And then yesterday at lunch, she says, oh, you are going to read Winnie the Pooh? I said, yeah. She's like, you're not going to vacuum? I'm like, no, I'm just vacuuming, you know, one day a week so I can read to you again. And she's like, oh, thank you. And then several other times she's mentioned, she's like, you're going to read us Winnie the Pooh and not vacuum. So <laughs> it was sweet. And I told her when she had first come to me about it, I told her, hey, like, I think it's so sweet that you love for mommy to read to you because I love doing it and I can't wait to do it again. And she was just kind of like, well, okay, but you didn't do it. <laughs> but it was really sweet and it made me really happy that she it apparently means so much to her. So we got back on it yesterday and planning to read some more today. So number five, this is going to be interesting. I wanted to share my currently reading. Um, and it's a book that was suggested at my book club, but did not end up getting chosen. But it just had the, the lady that suggested it, her, I guess, pitch for it had me really curious. And she warned that it could be disturbing. She hadn't read it, but just based on having read reviews or whatever, that it could definitely be disturbing or, you know, bother people, but that everyone, you know, people that read it just have said that it's really thought provoking or interesting or well-written or whatever. So the book is called All the Ugly and Wonderful Things. 
and I ended up getting it from the library just because I was so curious. And I also read some reviews on my own, and sure enough, a lot of people were very offended by it, but people were also saying, you know, it's so, there's just something about it that, you know, makes you think, or, or that there's something that's good in it, or whatever. So I have to say, I do not recommend this book. I have not finished it. I'm about halfway through and I've only started it like a couple days ago. So it's going really quickly and I definitely do not recommend it. The content is, you know, definitely a little more than my comfort zone. Um, and the title is very, um, accurate. There are a lot of ugly things. Like it's, the setting is just very brutal, like a very, there's, you know, just, drugs and immorality and it's it's but what I I do wish that it had been chosen for book club because I feel that it could have been a very good discussion like I don't even know again I'm only halfway finished with it and I don't even know at this point if I would say I like it or rate it very highly but I do think the author is very skilled and so far at least I'm I don't regret reading it and I do think it would have made for a great discussion so now my main frustration is that I'm not going to be able to have that discussion with my book club, but I, I told the lady that recommended it that I was going to read it. And so, um, she did end up, end up reading it also. So I guess I can at least discuss it with her. The number six, I thought just kind of along those same lines of that book that, you know, that all the ugly and wonderful things again, like I said, there's, it's very ugly, you know, it's about a little girl in a very like horrible situation but there is like the the wonderful part is also accurate there is also beauty in it and it does stand out very strongly against the contrast of all the horrible <laughs> things and it's not i don't you know the it's not you know a christian book or anything like that and i definitely don't agree with a lot of choices the author made and how to tell the story and in what the story is about and there's so many things that i wouldn't do or agree with but it just does do a good job of portraying the the good and beautiful things in the midst of the horrible ugly things and even the good things are complicated but they do stand out very strong and that's what i want so much in my writing i think that there's so much of this in the Bible. Of course, that's in a, a perfect way. And this book is not, uh, not at all. But in the Bible, we see that we see so many horrible things. We see so much like violence, lots of there's disturbing things, there's immorality, so much ugliness, so much sin. And it shows you just how far God's people fall and all of that so that it can show you just how much more beautiful and astounding and wonderful it is when they are forgiven and lifted up and given mercy and the mercy is so much more powerful like of course it's always powerful but the the darker the contrast the more it's going to stand out like that's just how it works and I love the light and darkness is such a good analogy for that and that was my goal with my most recent book if stars can break the darkness down was to share a lot of those really dark and troublesome things that I have been through in my life because I believe that that is what makes my testimony really beautiful. That's because I can say that I have come out of those things and the light of hope in those dark times shines 
so brightly and so beautifully. And that's what I want to share with people that sometimes I think that is the purpose in darkness and in hardship is so that we can even more powerfully appreciate the goodness and the beauty and redemption. So I, I appreciate that. And I want to learn again, even if I wouldn't agree or recommend with this book, I think I really can learn from it as a writer because that's always been such a goal of mine and always something I'm so fascinated by. And it's something I want and I hope that I can accomplish and, and share some of that bright hope with other people. all so much for listening it really means so much to me when I see that people have listened and people have been enjoying it because I obviously do this because I want to share with people and I want to share my thoughts in the hopes that someone else would enjoy them or appreciate them or or find something helpful or entertaining in them and uh, it really just makes my day every time I see that someone has listened or mentioned it so thank you all so much for that just hope everybody has a wonderful day today and stay improbable. Bye!